This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company. And it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country, and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents I trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Real estate agents, I trust.com. We look over at the uh, TV monitors. <laughs> yep. They're already and, and it's already uh, the, the caption, uh, the, the banner is screaming, Cruz doesn't rule out getting back into com- campaign. Good. I love it. I hope it's, that was, and that was from our, our radio interview I've, and the question I asked him just moments ago. You know, and when we do these interviews sometimes, well, yeah. especially ones like Glenn is really mm-hmm. carrying, like, you know, a, a Ted Cruz interview per se, you know, I'll be monitoring <clears throat> reaction on Twitter, mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, on, on social media. So I've done it many times. Uh, never have I seen anything like that. Really? I mean, every, you know, I follow a lot of reporters, a lot of bloggers. Everybody tweeting about the same topic, our show at the same time, quotes from the interview, people retweeting other reporters I didn't follow that they were listening to the and, and quoting from the interview. Uh, I guess that was kind of his first speech after uh, or first interview after dropping out. So it's kind of a big deal. Um, and <clears throat> I don't think there was anything um, ultra groundbreaking there. I mean, is he supposed to rule out every single thing? No, I think I think honestly, if he. If somehow a guy won a state without being in the election, it would be a pretty clear sign yeah, somehow. But There's I mean, still it's a interest. very small possibility that this would actually happen. Oh, how pissed would Trump be if he got back oh, in? Oh, oh Nebraska, I love it. I would I, love it. Please, I would just, Nebraska, please. I would just start sending money or to random houses in Nebraska I would just too. for the fun of it. Okay, you got that, you got that going <clears throat> for you if you vote for Ted Cruz today. No, I don't think we can buy wins. votes technically. Um, I think we have to wait till. Well, after no, the they have to vote first, and then we'll send the money. So oh, okay, good. Technically, no. they didn't. We didn't buy their vote. <laughs> it's a reward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I, I, it's. Uh, I, <clears throat> I brought this uh, this th- this up a few days ago, last week, because you know Ben Sass is one of the most public figures in Nebraska, who's been one of the most public Never Trump guys. <clears throat> uh, never Nebraska looked pretty good for polling throughout <clears throat> most of the. Uh, um, Uh, election for uh, Cruz. And and I will say this, more than likely, this is a one-day news cycle distraction, and then Trump will win 85 to 10. Okay, I I do, I know that. 68, 15. Something like that. But still, I, it's fun to think about for a moment. It is. And it is, it would be an interesting sign from Nebraska to say, hey, you know what, this sucks so bad. Uh, that uh, we are going to uh, go the other way. I'll give you an example of this. Uh, in 2012, Barack Obama ran basically unopposed uh, for the Democratic nomination, uh, except for minor candidates. Um, and um, one of the minor candidates was a felon uh, in West Virginia. He was in prison for 17 years and ran as a, a Democratic nominee. He was the only other guy on the ballot, I think. And he got 41% of the vote. 
he was a felon. Wow. No one, no one knew who he was. They just looked, I don't want Barack Obama, I want the other one. And I think in Nebraska, there's a decent amount of people who look at that election and say, look, you know, I, a lot of people love Ted Cruz, but a lot of people just don't like Donald Trump. And maybe you'll get it if people just go, you know what, screw it, I'm voting for Cruz anyway. And uh, maybe, who knows? I mean, I think the depressed turnout will probably make this a non-issue because most of the people who wanted to vote for Cruz will say, well, I mean, he's not in it anymore. But maybe that changed it today. Maybe people get a little bit pumped up and get out there. And may, at least at least send Donald a little bit of a message. Yeah. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. It's a winner-take-all state. So even if he wins by one vote, he'd get all the delegates. It's kind of interesting as we're doing the research on this contested convention thing, which we're, I, I guess it's next week. I think it's next week we're doing the uh, con- contested convention serial on radio. Um, in every case but one, when there's been a contested convention, the winner of that contested convention goes on to lose in the general. And the only exception to that rule was 1860 with, with Abraham Lincoln. Um, he, he, he won on the, uh, the third ballot. I think it was the third or I think it was the third ballot. And, and then he went on to win the general election, obviously, because the Democrats were in complete disarray. Uh, and they split the party in two. They were Southern Democrats and Northern Democrats. And so that's what allowed Lincoln to win. Uh, in, in 1924, the Democrat candidate from a very contested convention, 103 ballots, uh, went on to get destroyed by Calvin Coolidge. In 1964, the Republican Barry Goldwater got destroyed by Lyndon Johnson, who was awful, one of the worst presidents of all time. And in 1976, the contested con- convention uh, uh, winner, Gerald Ford, went on to lose. So, and to a very, very bad candidate. So even if you get to a contested convention, then your chances don't seem that good. Yeah. Really. No, I know. And that's, know? It's interesting. Part of that is obviously you don't have hardcore support. You, you have enemies, right? Yeah. A contested convention yes. creates enemies within a normally assimilated group. Um, you know, the mm-hmm. Republicans typically vote one way. You have uh, some people who, are, who lose that battle are going to be like, screw it, I'm not voting for that guy. I don't believe in him. I fought hard against him. And certainly that's... Uh, it's partially how I feel about Donald Trump. I don't really think of him as a Republican, to be perfectly honest. So, I mean, it, it doesn't, it's not exactly how I feel about it. Wait a minute. I'm seeing a, a banner now on CNN that says Trump seeks to raise as much as $1.5 billion. Wait a minute. No, he's, he's, what? He, that's a misprint. He sees uh, self-funding. What? Not right. He's self-funding, so that's got to be a faulty headline. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a faulty headline. That's okay. He, Trump you relies know. on the RNC fundraising machine. What yeah. are you talking about? The guy's a self-funder. He doesn't rely on anybody. These guys are liars on CNN. Again, they're lying about Trump. That's what they do. Um, I will well, say that I'm coming around to this idea. There's unbelievable. A, there's the third, there's <clears throat> a bunch of ways to do a third party, right? You could do a third party and... Um, uh, you could do a third party, for example, and run a candidate who you think will go up the middle and take po- votes from Republicans mm. and Democrats and tr- try to win the election that way. You can go another way where you vote a, a run a real conservative uh, candidate, and that will probably take votes away from Donald Trump, but at least give you somebody that you feel comfortable voting for, right? Mm-hmm. There's uh, trying to coalesce around a typical third party candidate like the Libertarian nominee. There's another way to go, though, and I'm coming more and more in line with this theory, and I'll tell you how I want to do it, Pat. See if you get on board with this. I think you will. I think you'll like this one. So, and we talked about the generalized possibility before. You run a candidate who is specifically designed to take the victory away from Donald Trump, not give the victory to Hillary Clinton. So it's not a situation where you go in and you... 
uh, you go to you run a, you run down the middle and you try to take votes from each. And it's not one where you split the votes on the Republican side so that Hillary wins. What you want to do is run a, a candidate in a state that's very red, that will definitely be a Donald Trump state, okay? And you don't try to get on the ballot in 50 states. You only try to get on the ballot on two or three very strategic states, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you run that candidate to win that state, but not run them in, you don't run them in Ohio. You don't run them in, uh, in anywhere else. You run them in specific states. And then here's my, my example state is this, Utah. You find the conservative, um, probably from Mormon, but Mormon coming from that state, mm-hmm. the conservative Mormon that wins that state. Okay, maybe it's your guy, Farley Anderson. I don't know. I don't know enough about him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's somebody, I would say, my thought is a higher profile guy. Let's, I, yeah. you know, throw yeah. a, you know. I'm Mitt tra- Romney? Mitt Romney. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, again, you put Mitt Romney on the ballot. Except he's not conservative, but. Right. But it's just, it doesn't matter. It's just be somebody who wins that state. Yeah. Really for any reason. But, I mean, I think a conservative would win no, that Romney state. Romney would win And that remember, state. the polling has showed very close polls between uh, Hillary and Trump, like 41-39 or something like that, 39-38. It's like a one-point lead for Trump. Mm-hmm. So he would win that state, likely. But even Clinton could obviously win that state as well. It's very close in polling, which has never ha- I mean, it hasn't happened in ages. 60 years or so, something. So you put on Mitt Romney, or what's one of his sons? Um, one of his sons, you know. Mm-hmm. So somebody who has a real big standing in the state that could win that state only. And maybe you run him in there, Idaho, Nevada, a few states, maybe not Nevada, right, Wyoming, right-wing red states. And you try to pick off two or three of those right-wing states. Now, that does not help Hillary Clinton. It only hurts Donald Trump. If this happens, you knock off Trump. from. So, so let's say Trump was set to win 272 to 268 in the, in the, uh, in the uh, electoral votes. You just run Utah. Utah goes from the Trump category to the Romney category or whoever else is there. So Trump falls below 270. Hillary's still below 270. And X candidate has 12 electoral votes or whatever. What, what, what winds up happening there is it goes to the House. And then the House can hopefully pick somebody good. Now, you're going to say they're probably going to pick somebody to establishment. And you're probably right. But it will probably be somebody better than Donald Trump. And it's going to be mm-hmm. a Republican. Uh, mm-hmm. Because of the Republican House, thoughts, right. thoughts, thoughts. Yeah, it's possible. That's the because because mm-hmm. uh, we were talking I mean, earlier about trying to win. I don't know if you try to you win. You have to win those states, though. Yeah, and and some others probably. Right? No, you, you just have to win one one or two states. You think? Yeah, because the point is not to win. The no, point is to keep them under two seventy. So know. Trump and now if Trump goes and wins three hundred fifty electoral votes, it won't matter. If Hillary wins two hundred and seventy two electoral votes or two hundred seventy one or two hundred seventy, it won't matter. Well, I know, to, and, but to keep them out, to keep them under that, you're going to need bigger states than Utah. No, well, not if he was only going to get to 272 anyway. If he was going to win in a squeaker, you'd only need one state. Yeah, but how do you know that? You, you don't. You don't. So I think that. you run it. I think you run. The, the key here is to run the candidate only in states where you're not going to help Clinton. So you don't run it in a state where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to run uh, Texas, Utah, yeah, Indiana. Te- Texas can't happen, unfortunately, because of uh, their their rules already, or we've already passed the deadlines. Um, but that was one really yeah. already. Yeah, um, but if you Jeez. go, Utah is the perfect example because Utah has um, they don't like Trump. They outwardly can't stand the guy. Yeah. 
Um, you know, so you pick, you don't want to go to a purple state because then some votes might go from Trump to a third party and Clinton might win it. This is a state that Clinton basically isn't going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the argument, and I kind of like it. Uh, and I think Utah is the perfect target state because they do not want Donald Trump. They, they, no, they don't. You will see this, and if you do this, and you because do it right. Hillary has beaten him in polls. Yeah. If you do this right in, in, in Utah, what you'll get is a result something like 44% for this new candidate, 37% for Clinton, and 8 for Trump, or whatever. I haven't done the math on that as I did it. But, I mean, something mm-hmm. tiny. He will get very low. He'll finish third in that state. If you give you people in Utah a good alternative, he will finish third in that state. And, there, I mean, again, you know, I don't know what mm-hmm. the answer is. There are, you know, I think you need someone high profile who can explain this well and uh and go out there and and win um that one state maybe two or three smaller red states and just cost do enough to cost trump the election but win but not help hillary yeah because the complaint is always with a third party well you're it's a vote for hillary not in this case it's a vote for whoever the house selects right and again i'm much more comfortable with the house picking essentially anybody uh than donald trump This is amazing. Uh, You know, as we've been talking about this, CNN has spent almost 15 minutes now on Cruz not ruling out the run. Uh, That's amazing. On Cruz not ruling out reentry if a path opens up. Uh, And now they've just moved on to Trump to meet with Ryan congressional leaders on Thursday. But they have spent a lot of time on this. Um, So... I don't know if they're as excited about the possibility of Trump not getting the nomination as we are, but wow, they're fascinated by this story. And really, like you said, Stu, I, I don't know that there's really that much to it because, I mean, if a path, if a path opened up for anybody, they'd probably get back in the race, right? Yeah, I mean, Jim Gilmore would get back in the race if a path opened up to him. Can we get I mean, an official sp- comment from the I campaign? Don't wanna, I don't want to speak for uh, for Jim. For yeah. Jim Gilmore or the campaign, but uh, mm-hmm. yes. The, uh... <laughs> Did you know Gil- uh, Gilmore was? Tr- I-, I read somewhere, and Jeffy, maybe you can you can tell me if this is true that Jim Gilmore tried to be a delegate um, in Virginia and did not succeed. You're kidding! Is the that- guy was governor of the state. <laughs> is that true? Is that story true? It is. <laughs> is it true? I love this he guy. He couldn't win being a he didn't, delegate? Well, I mean, look, he was put up there. He didn't really want it. He didn't try to get it. <laughs> he didn't Come try on. to get it. Just, you know, just Come scared. on. He really wants You know, I will say this about Jim Gilmore. The guy wants to be involved really bad. <laughs> he, he really wants to be invited to the party. Can somebody? <laughs> it's like that loser kid in middle school. I don't know that he's that bad. Isn't this one of those situations? You know, no, he's not. he's not. I mean, first of all, he's not. in a choice, uh, I'll be perfectly mm. clear. Trump versus Gilmore, one thousand percent Gilmore. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I'm a thousand percent Gilmore. There's no question. Uh, but in, uh, he's in, a guy. I think if had he won the nomination, I could vote for. Yeah, he probably. He's a fine. GOP guy, though, for sure. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a standard he's Republican. Yes, a standard Republican. Yeah. But the uh, the the issue there is like it's like you know how like there's like those stories and they happen occasionally where like there's a kid in middle school who isn't liked or has some uh, issue, um, like Why? maybe a physical issue of some sort or a, a disability. Low. And so like or the like moms a big fat guy. get together. What no, about a fat okay, guy? Or a big, big fat guy. Yeah. And the moms get together and say, you need to invite that kid to your birthday party. Yeah. I don't want to invite him. I don't him. want to invite him. No, you have to. You have to be nice to him. Mm. Like I think that happened mm. in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Didn't Napoleon get invited to like the prom because Probably. His, one of the girl's moms was like, you have to invite that he seems like a nice boy 
That's Jim Gilmore. He wants to come to your party. Can you let the guy come to your party, please? please. He's trying hard. Just invite him once. He just, just you don't once. have to have him stay the whole time. He doesn't have to be there for the for the next party. But just invite him. Let him come over and hang out in the corner for a couple hours. Well, I mean, he will. He's going to be there anyway, right? I mean, he was in the campaign, so he gets to, doesn't. Just because he ran for president, don't you get to show up for something? <laughs> I don't know if it's that if it works like that. I don't know. I would assume they'd let him in the door. Yeah. I did see at one point he showed up to some gathering and he was not allowed in. My mom used to always make me invite Bev Brown to my birthday parties. And, uh, you know, she was a girl. And she didn't belong at a boy's party, but she always made me invite her. And then Bev Brown grew up to be a very attractive <laughs> High school girl that I was in. Pretty glad I invited to my birthday party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, always invited. Yeah. Yeah. You never good. know. And that's that little inn. Remember those birthday parties? Oh, I will. To... I will teach this lesson to Zach. <laughs> I don't care how nerdy you think the girl is now. Right. They you all never know. grow up to be supermodels. You never know. No, that's right. But some no, of them but... grow up to be. There's a five percent chance they're going to grow up to be a model. Mm-hmm. Invite them to your birthday party early. Yep. Yeah, it I mean, works not out. everybody can. Not all of them can say no. Yeah. Poor, um, poor Jeffy. Did anyone, had, uh, he, had to, he had to turn it creepy, didn't he? Yeah. He had to turn it creepy. Would you say, Jeffy, that uh, anyone ever um, came to one of your birthday parties? Was there ever an attendee to yes. Jeffy? He was your, other, I mean, than other, you, than your other than you and your mom. I count my grandpa and grandma. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, boy. We, we touched a nerve. We did. A tender little nerve there. Oh, wow. That brought back a dark memory. Yeah. Maybe we should move on and go to the commercial. All right. Let's move on. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and, kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company, and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond, and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country, and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents I trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 